Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. Wisdom, the wellspring of life. This series that we're doing on wisdom, Colin, is just so encouraging and so practical at the same time. Yes, and we've said that the wise store up the commands of God in their heart. At least the scripture says that, so we say it. Chapter 6 of Proverbs, verse 20. My son, keep your father's commands and do not forsake your mother's teaching. Um, now, in Proverbs, we've seen that your father is wisdom and your mother is wisdom. <laughs> both, both these things pertain there. Bind them upon your heart forever. Uh, you know, Jesus said that those who bear a hundredfold fruit are those who hold fast to the word of God with an honest and good heart. Now, what what is the... What is the effect of keeping the commands of God? That's not just keeping them in the hearts. Of course, it's, as we saw yesterday, it's putting those commands into practice. Well, verse 22 says, when you walk, they will guide you. See, wisdom will guide you. The commands of God will guide you into the right way. This teaching is a light, and the corrections of discipline are the way to life. Now, how does God discipline us? Well, he does it by the word. You remember when he's talking about being the vine and the, the, um, the disciples are branches in the vine, he says that the father cuts out of the vine the unfruitful, but then he says that the father prunes even the fruitful branches, to make them clean, more fruitful. But then he says to the disciples, you are already made clean by the word I have spoken to you. And uh, here you see, how does God bring direction and discipline into our lives? By the words he speaks to us, by his commands, so we know what is right and we know what is wrong by simply looking at the Word of God and what He says. Sometimes people have come to me and said, you know, I'm, I'm not sure about what way I should go. And as we talk and, and as I remind people of or get them to recall what God has said in the Word, they realize that actually they do know nearly every occasion they do know the way that they're to go. It's just either they haven't looked into the word to get their answer, or they haven't wanted to listen to what God has said because they've wanted his will to be something different from what it actually is. But there are very, very, very few occasions when people are genuinely perplexed and they don't know what to do. Because the Word of God and the Holy Spirit di directs us into the Word, doesn't he? So the Holy Spirit will always take us to the relevant scriptures. And usually when people have no idea 
about what decision to make in the immediate. It's because God is saying, wait, trust me, that at that moment, it's not the right time to make the decision, even though that person may think it is. Because God will always make his way clear when we want to obey him. That's really good advice. Yeah, well, it's very practical, you see. It's very practical. And uh, <clears throat> I say to people in circumstances like that, I say, you see, God knows you so well that if he told you what to do now, you would go out and try to do it now and would probably do it in your own way and at the wrong time. So God knows the right time to tell you and he knows what to work in your heart and life before he tells you so that when he does, you will say, yes, Lord. And you'll do it properly. And you would, you would do it obediently, and yes, you would do it by depending upon him. So that's, uh, that's very, very important, isn't it? So the commands of God are a lamp. His teaching is a light, and this brings the correction of discipline into our lives. Then if we go on to the beginning of chapter 7, my son, keep my words and store up my commands within you. Keep my commands and you will live, that is, you will live with the life of God. Guard my teachings as the apple of your eye. Bind them on your fingers, write them on the tablet of your heart. Say to wisdom, you are my sister. Uh, sister rather than mother, I suppose, would be a better way to put it, wouldn't it? And call understanding your kinsmen. They will keep you from the adulteress, from the wayward wife with her seductive words. They will keep you from evil. They will keep you from temptation. Wisdom keeps us moving in the purposes of God. Wisdom keeps us walking in obedience to the Lord. Then if we go out, uh, sorry, go on to chapter 8. Does not wisdom call out? Does not understanding raise her voice? And then in verse 4, To you, O men, I call out. This is wisdom speaking, you see, God speaking as wisdom. I raise my voice to all mankind. You who are simple, lack wisdom, gain prudence. You who are foolish, because you're walking in your own ways and not God's way, gain understanding. Listen. For I have worthy things to say. I open my lips to speak what is right. My mouth, this is wisdom speaking, my mouth speaks what is true. For my lips detest wickedness. All the words of my mouth, all the words that wisdom speaks to us, are just. None of them is crooked or perverse. To the discerning, all of them are right. They are faultless 
to those who have knowledge. Choose my instruction instead of silver, knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is more precious than rubies, and nothing you desire can compare with her. I mean, if we take what God is saying seriously here, how important it is. And then the scripture continues, I, wisdom, dwell together with prudence. I possess knowledge and discretion. To fear the Lord is to hate evil. And here we've got, again, this connection between wisdom and the fear of God. I hate pride and arrogance, evil behavior, and perverse speech. That is, anything that is spoken that is not wisdom, that is not the word of God, that is contrary to the truth. Counsel and sound judgment are mine. If you have wisdom living within you, you have the counsel of the Holy Spirit within you. You're not going to need to go off for counseling every five minutes because the Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you. I have understanding and power. Now that's great, isn't it? Because it means that the wisdom of God gives you understanding, but it also releases the life of God, and it releases the healing of God, and it releases the power of God. We see all those things. And then we come to those verses that I began at the beginning of last week when we started this course on wisdom. I love those. This is wisdom speaking, God speaking as a personification of wisdom. I love those who love me. Now, this takes us another step further, doesn't it? Not only do we need wisdom, not only are we to cry out for wisdom, not only are we to get wisdom, but we are to love wisdom. I love those who love me, and those who seek me find me. So there is a wonderful promise. If you really want this wisdom, God is going to give this wisdom. If you want to live by wisdom, God the Holy Spirit will enable you to do that. With me are riches and honor, the scripture continues, enduring wealth and prosperity. My fruit is better than fine gold. What I yield surpasses choice silver. I walk in the ways of righteousness along the paths of justice, bestowing wealth on those who love me and making their treasuries full. Again, these same tremendous promises about the wisdom of God. Well, we've spent all last week and the first four days of this week going through these first eight chapters of Proverbs. I haven't been able to, to speak about every verse, but just drawing out in particular how important it is for us to have this wisdom stored in our hearts. Tomorrow we're going to round uh, this course on wisdom uh, by looking at what is said about the wisdom and the understanding that God wants us to have in the New Testament. Uh, because we'll find that what is said there in the New Testament is totally consistent with what we read here in the book of Proverbs. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 